This is the Music Mentor Podcast. What is up, girls and boys, ladies and gentlemen? This is Demian, your host of the Music Mentor Podcast, and welcome to episode number 109. On this week's episode, I want to talk about a couple of things that relate to making a comeback in the music business and or jump starting our career after a little dip or a lull. So this is such a potentially long-winded conversation, but I'll try to summarize as much as possible, not only through personal experience, but through things I've learned, through trying to either help others or conversations I've had with friends that have gone through something similar. So this is definitely something challenging and something that I've dealt with before. You know, returning after after some time off that we've taken, like I said, that dip or that lull, the lack of work, basically that's, that's what it comes down to. Um, and it could manifest in many different ways. You know, we can basically not have tours or no gigs for whatever reason. Maybe the time off, let's call it time off, but the inactive time was uh, due to decisions we've made, you know, to pursue life or stability or, you know, you had a child or multiple children or you have a love for animals and you're spending a lot of time doing volunteer work and so on and so forth. Maybe you're dealing with a family emergency or a physical emergency and that you got hurt and you cannot play. Maybe you're going through a lack of inspiration um, or maybe a combination of many of those things, which has happened to many of us, I'm sure. And, you know, it's almost like the next thing you know, months go by and maybe years in my case when I didn't have a quote-unquote big tour or something r relevant as far as what our profile would be in the music business to get farther along, if that makes any sense. I encourage you to think of every gig to be equally as important as the next, but you know what I mean, the sort of type of gigs that you would put on your resume, you know. So when that happens, or when that doesn't happen, rather, it's tricky because we... It's easy for us to feel down and feel like we need that validation and there's only so much positivity that we can sort of draw from ourselves. And then there's the factual lack of things, you know. In this industry, it sort of makes us work toward and believe and have us a motto, you know, that, that we're only as good as our last gig. And that can be a motivation and, a, and it can also be a source of stress and a source of pressure that could be good sometimes and sometimes it's detrimental and sometimes we're down and out and we don't need to pile ourselves or on top of ourselves more uh, annoying things and things that are going to remind us that we're not where we want to be um, and in that case I guess we we can always ask ourselves three things you know like what do we want what is it that we really want how do we want to get there and why and obviously you're the only person that knows the answer to to those things and you know without getting into the details of of the potential answers 
because A, I'm not here to judge, and B, I think that every single instance and every single example is individual. So let's just take it from the most objective thing possible. So it happened or it didn't happen. You don't have a gig or you haven't had a gig in our careers or your career isn't exactly where you want it to be. What happened? Right? We don't know or we might know the answer. Sometimes we assume that it's all these external things like people aren't calling me or this or that or the other or it might have to do with a problem you had at a gig and you got fired or whatever sometimes you just don't have an idea right but the fact of the matter is that it happened let's try to take it more on a positive side of things but it happened so what now what are we going to do about it right can we learn from the decisions that we made in the past can we learn from basically not doing the same things that we have been doing and that have not gotten us the result we wanted one thing that i you've heard me speak about a lot and I encourage you to listen to is our gut or your gut. Did we trust our gut? Did we do the things that we knew deep within us that we should have done or the decisions? Did we make the decisions we knew we should have made or we now it's easy after, obviously after they pass, but in that vein, you know, maybe did we depend too much on other people? You know, that, that can happen too. And that is something that I think it's very common in, in, in the source of a lot of problems for a lot of musicians. And again, it has happened to me before. And in general, this whole thing has happened in that I have gone through a couple of periods where I basically had nothing major to, to, to write home about, so to speak, you know. A couple of years ago, um, right around this time, today was a iHeartRadio Award, so basically two years ago, I had a gig. I played with Iggy Azalea. And it was a pretty big gig when we were going to go on tour and it didn't happen. And from that moment on, I didn't really have any big touring possibilities or anything major. Um, and it just kind of snowballed. I wasn't getting any big gigs. I loved the local gigs that I had, but they weren't that steady. Um, so on the performance side of things, I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't really getting any calls. The couple of auditions I did, I wasn't really, I didn't really do that well, and I wasn't the the right drummer for the gig. And then I had to deal with this whole other side of, you know, what kind of drummer do I want to be? Who am I as a drummer at my 33, 34, 35 years of age? You know. Um, aside from that, from a financial standpoint, it was tough because I had four of my students were had just graduated high school and they moved down, they moved on to college. Excuse me. And so basically overnight, I lost basically one third of what I was making a week and obviously a month. So it was just nuts. Aside from that, I wasn't really inspired by my gear. And it was just, it was a bummer. I, I felt not close to quitting music, but I thought I would take a slightly different avenue. And I was just not feeling good about it. And this is not me patting myself on the back, but it took me a long time to know and identify those things and say, you know what? Okay, I'm now going to do something about it. In the past, I just kind of waited and the lulls in those periods lasted longer. And this time around, I promised myself that I would make myself get out of the rut. So I tried to summon things as much as possible. Um, 
the first thing I started doing was just trying to get my finances in order. And I asked a few of the parents, or my clients, to recommend me to other people. And it turns out they hadn't done it because they thought I was slammed and so busy. And all this time, I could have had much more students. So I got recommended on this app. And then all of a sudden, I had like six or seven more students, which was phenomenal. Then I basically started letting my close friends knowing that I was looking for any cool musical opportunities because I felt like I wanted to fall in love with music again. So that's something that I definitely recommend you do. Call your friends, let them know that you're around. Don't forget that people sometimes assume that we're too busy or they think that we wouldn't do their quote-unquote little project, which is nuts because we love music and especially if they're our friends, we always want to work with them. Um, other feel, friends feel like they can't afford us and they won't even call. So I encourage you to make music, to play for free, to try to fall in love with music again. One of the things that I did was incredible. I I, I love the instrument, uh, the handpan, and I went online on Craigslist and I found these incredible guys that play in... in and actually, one of them is a builder. Shout out to Jay and Tyler. Uh, Jay over at Nirvana Handpans makes the most beautiful instruments. But anyway, I had grown obsessed with that instrument. And I just went online and I found these people. And they were really cool dudes. And we started making music. And I wasn't making any money. And we were just playing. And it was just incredible. And I like to think that because of putting good energy out there and working energy and trying to be proactive, things started happening. And then I got the call for my current gig to play drums with Nick Jonas. And I think that I was allowing myself to sort of be open to these new possibilities. And going back a, a little bit, um, as far as gear was concerned, I tried to, I made some sort of business moves and I switched a couple of companies and I just got excited about playing drums again and it was just really really cool so I believe things happened because I allowed them to happen if that makes any sense and you know our our, our journeys in, in this business is our own you know it's ours you know we're where we are where we are for a reason a combination of reasons um, we can blame people um, or situations or we try to be accountable and be proactive and, you know, not to a fault, but also try to be, try to feel good and try to feel responsible for the good things that happen in our lives. So, you know, another thing that I recommend you doing um, that helped me in one of the lullish periods of my life was booking your own gigs and starting your own projects, even if they're just temporary, even if you don't want to do something like that, I encourage you to do that. Um, because it's um, it'll just make you creative. Um, it'll give you the opportunity to play with people that you want to play with, sort of on your own terms, the kind of songs you've always wanted to do. And it might allow you to learn about the business, about how to book shows, and maybe you're really, really good at it. And may maybe the next time that you go through a lull of... of performing, maybe you can book a, sh a, a tour doing a tour management or being part of the crew or being a stage manager or so on and so forth. So there's a million things that can only potentially be positive, of course, and that's sort of the, the common denominator of this whole thing. To finish, as always, to try to end on a positive note, I guess that being grateful for 
our careers and wherever we are is key. And I mean this not only when things are going great, but when things aren't going incredibly perfectly either. Because and what I mean by being grateful is not being grateful for not feeling well or feeling down or feeling like your ego is being bruised. I mean having the wherewithal to put things in perspective and try to analyze what we're doing and try to grow and try to get help if we need to. I think it's really important. And there are so many resources out there that will allow us to find those things and find that help and reach out to friends and reach out to people. And as always, feel free to reach out if you have any questions or any more advice that you feel like you need. I am always here for you guys and girls. And one last thing, sometimes we obsess with being musicians and we identify ourselves with being musicians. But at the end of the day, we're people. We're friends, we're brothers, we're husbands, we're wives, we're boyfriends, and all that stuff. And music is just a part of our lives. We try to, we need to try to be great people and be solid friends and do all those things that are part of this harmonious overall universe that is each of our lives. And if we're not happy on our per in our personal lives, um, it's it's hard to really enjoy the other things and the other aspects, even if it's having a great gig. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Music Mentor Podcast. Mm -hmm.